When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today I'm going to be comparing QILD and SCHD head-to-head to see which fund is a better investment and for who. I know what you may be thinking. These are two completely different funds, each with its own unique approach to dividend investing. I think it's still useful to compare these funds together, to see how they differ, and what they can offer investors both in the short term and over a long period of time. What I want to do is first compare the hypothetical results of investing in each of these investment vehicles under some normalized assumptions. And then I'll share with you some of my thoughts on each fund, and things you should keep in mind if you already own or plan on investing in either fund. I've already made separate videos about both of these funds in the past. If you'd like to know my take on how these funds work, and a more detailed review, there's a link in the description to each video. Okay, so what we have here is a choice that all dividend investors are faced with. Is dividend income or dividend growth a better option for me? With QILD, investors are presented with a high level of cash flow right away, but this large passive income stream comes at a sacrifice of capital appreciation. With SCHD, investors are presented with a more modest level of cash flow today, but a significantly higher chance for strong future growth. If you're already retired, this decision may be very simple to make, but if you still have a few years or many years before you plan on retiring, this decision becomes tougher. I think there is no right or wrong approach to take here, because ultimately you should choose the path that best fits your needs. Let me play out some scenarios for you to show you what these funds can possibly offer in the future. First off, let's look at some basic data for each fund and normalize a few assumptions going forward. SCHD currently trades for about $78 per share. They have an annual trailing dividend rate of $2.23, which results in a 2.85% dividend yield for the fund. The reason I am looking at the trailing dividend rate instead of a forward dividend rate is because with funds, unlike stocks, it is difficult to predict a future dividend rate. The dividend rate for SCHD is tied to its underlying holdings, and it fluctuates based on the composition of the fund and the dividend payments paid by the underlying assets. During the past almost 8 years, SCHD has averaged a 10.13% annualized return without dividend reinvestment. With dividend reinvestment, that rate of return jumps to 13.4%. The reason I have capped this time period to about the past 8 years is because that is how much data we have for QILD, so it's more of an apples-to-apples comparison. QILD currently trades for about $23 per share. They have a trailing 12-month dividend rate of $2.36, which implies a 10.24% dividend yield. During the past almost 8 years, QILD has averaged a minus 1.43% annualized return without dividend reinvestment, and an 8.95% return with dividend reinvestment. So right off the bat, we can see that SDHD offers a more attractive total return, and QILD offers about 4 times the passive cash flow. Let's make some forward-looking assumptions now. I'm going to assume SDHD can maintain its dividend yield at 2.85%, that they can also offer an 8% annual rate of return without dividend reinvestment, that is slightly lower than its trailing return and that the fund can continue growing its dividend rate at 10% per year. For QILD, I will assume a consistent 11% annual dividend yield with no price return and no dividend growth. I think these are reasonable long-term assumptions for both funds. The reason for no dividend growth and no price return from QILD is tied to the way the fund operates. Since the fund is designed to generate income through its options strategy, I think there is no room for price growth, especially when you consider a very long time period. And the option premium the fund can earn is not an increasing source of income. While this premium will fluctuate in relation to volatility, you can't assume it will be higher in the future than it is today, or at least there is no basis I am aware of to make such an assumption. This isn't necessarily a disadvantage to QILD over SCHD. If you notice, when you combine the dividend yield and return assumption for SCHD, 
it is slightly lower than the dividend yield assumption for QILD. The dividend growth rate assumption for SDHD is the kicker though, as over time it'll elevate the total return for SDHD higher than QILD. Let's take a look at a scenario without dividend reinvestment for these return assumptions for both funds. I computed the results of investing $1,000 per month into each fund for the next 30 years to see the potential return and cash flow each fund can generate. During the first year, SCHD would generate about $208 in dividend income versus about $665 of dividend income for QILD. QILD would also pay over $100 per month in dividends after one year of investing $1,000 per month into the fund while SDHD would pay a little over $80 per quarter, not factoring in dividend growth. In terms of market share, the SDHD position would be worth about $450 more than the QILD position. The net result would be about $7 more earned from QILD versus SDHD after year number one. When we move on to year number two, SDHD would generate about $575 of dividend income versus almost $1,900 of dividend income from QILD. QILD would also pay a little over $200 of dividend income monthly now versus only $174 per quarter from SCHD. In terms of market value, the SCHD position would be worth about $1,933 more than QILD. The net result is about $157 more in terms of combined dividend and market value from SCHD versus QILD. So two years in, we can see an evident pattern of significantly more cash flow from QILD over SCHD, and a slight total return advantage from SCHD. If you will need passive cash flow in a few years, QILD hands down beats SCHD. But let's skip down a few years to see how these two scenarios look after 5 years of contributions. In year number 5, SCHD would generate about $1,944 of dividend income, which is the same level QILD produced in year 2 of our scenario. In year 5, QILD would generate about $5,580 of dividend income, with the forward monthly dividend being above $500 now. Comparing the total amount of dividends received, QILD would have paid about $15,613 of dividends over this 5-year period versus about $5,149 in dividends received from SCHD. In terms of market value, the SCHD position would be worth about $13,476 more than the QILD position. The net result is about $3,000 higher total return from SCHD versus QILD. So again, over a 5-year period, the cash flow from QILD would be triple the income from SCHD, but the latter would give investors a better total return. Let's fast forward another 5 years, for those of you that have a 10-year window. In year 10, SCHD would generate about $5,441 of dividend income, which is slightly less than where you would be with QILD 5 years earlier. In year 10, QILD would generate about $11,723 of dividend income, with the forward monthly dividend payment being over $1,000 now. In terms of market value, the SCHD position would be worth almost $63,000 more than QILD, and the net result would be about $25,600 more in total return for SCHD. The total running dividends received from QILD would be nearly $62,000, while SCHD would generate about $24,600 over this 10-year period. So while the running total of dividends received is widening, the annual dividend level from SCHD is very slowly gaining ground on QILD. In year 10, the SCHD position would produce roughly 46% of the dividend income of QILD. In year 5, the gap was wider, with SCHD producing about 35% of QILD's annual dividend income. 10 years is a long time, and if you need cash flow soon, QILD is again hence down a better source of cash flow over SCHD. Let's skip ahead to 20 years now, for those of you that still have a pretty long investing horizon. In year 20, SCHD would produce about $20,837 of dividend income, versus about $24,009 from QILD. Getting pretty even now, with SCHD producing about 87% of QILD's annual dividend income. In terms of market value, SCHD would be worth about $349,000 more than QILD and the net position of market value and total dividends received would be a $253,000 advantage for SCHD. 
QYLD would still have generated about $95,000 more in total dividends received by this point, which is a pretty wide margin. But STHD would give investors a higher portfolio value and produce a relatively close amount of passive cash flow. Sometime during year 23 is when the dividend amount from STHD would exceed QYLD's dividend, but it would take another 7 years to bridge the gap of total dividends received. In year 30, STHD would generate about $61,900 of dividend income versus about $36,295 of dividend income from QYLD. The total amount of dividends received would be almost the same for both funds, with QYLD still being about $1,000 ahead. But seeing how SCHD would generate significantly more dividend income now, it would surpass QYLD in year 31. In terms of market value, the SCHD position would be worth about $1.13 million more than QYLD. And the net result would also be about $1.13 million more in terms of total return from SCHD over QYLD. Typically, dividend investors who are still in the accumulation phase of their investing journey will reinvest the dividend stream back into their positions. So let's see how dripping dividends would change these results. In year one with the drip, SCHD would generate about $209 of dividend income, which is only about a dollar more than without the drip. QYLD would generate about $686 of dividend income, which is about $21 more than without the drip. The market value of both portfolios would be about the same after year one. In year 5, SCHD would generate about $2,077 of dividend income versus about $7,074 for QYLD. In terms of market value, SCHD would give you about a $1,000 higher position over QYLD. So not really a meaningful difference in terms of market value, but certainly a significantly higher cash flow from QYLD. QYLD would also produce nearly 4 times the amount of total dividends than SCHD over these 5 years. In year 10, SCHD would generate about $6,382 of dividend income which is almost 1,000 more than without reinvested dividends. And QYLD would generate about $19,757 of dividend income, which is almost 8,000 more than without reinvested dividends. So as you can see, reinvested dividends for QYLD are growing that passive cash flow stream exponentially. And since it started much higher, it's almost impossible for SCHD to catch up, even factoring for dividend growth. However, after 10 years, the market value of SCHD would be about $8,500 higher than QYLD. But in the no-drip example, the gap at this point was about $62,000. Skipping to year 20, SCHD would generate about $31,333 of dividend income, which is $10,000 more than without the drip, and QYLD would generate about $76,000 of dividend income, compared to only $24,000 without dripping dividends. The total dividend amount received from SCHD would cross above $200,000 after 20 years, and it would be nearly $550,000 from QYLD. The net market value difference would be about $112,000 in favor of SCHD. And skipping to year 30, SCHD would generate about $130,000 of dividend income, which is more than twice as much compared to no drip. QYLD would generate about $232,000 of dividend income, which is a cool $100,000 more than SCHD, and about 6.5 times as much as QYLD would produce without dividend reinvestment. In total, SCHD with dividend reinvestment would pay you about $948,000 of dividends over 30 years. QYLD would pay you a little more than $2 million in dividends, but the net market value of SCHD would be about $3.179 million versus $2.37 million for QYLD. Over a long enough period of time, SCHD will always win in terms of total return under these assumptions. But with dividend reinvestment, it is unlikely to catch up to the potential cash flow from QYLD. What you should keep in mind is that I use normalized assumptions to simulate these scenarios, and it's unlikely that the actual returns will follow this pattern in the future. SCHD has about 10 years worth of returns, and during this period of time it has returned 11.76% without dividend reinvestment, and 15.12% with reinvestment. The last 10 years are not necessarily a good representation of what investors can expect during the next 30 years, as there were no major market crashes with the exception of the short pandemic crash. For that reason, my future return assumptions were more conservative for SCHD. 
but there is a possibility it may not even hit those rates of growth in the future. QYLD has an even shorter history of returns, making it even tougher to assume how it'll perform during the next 30 years. My assumptions for QYLD were also conservative, but they too may not pan out. There are many options for dividend investors to choose from, and selecting the best one is no easy task. Since nobody knows what will happen in the future, every option carries a level of uncertainty. I would recommend that you invest in what you feel most comfortable with. Try not to dwell on finding the absolute best investment vehicle, and focus more on options that will meet or exceed your goals. Another thing you want to keep in mind is that if you invest in QILD in a taxable account, you will have a higher tax burden. This will lower the return from QILD compared to SCHD, and this difference can be significant over a longer period of time. If you do have a 30-year investing window, there is always the option to invest in the SCHD or another fast-growing investment vehicle for the next 30 years, and shift your position to a high-cash flow product like QILD in the future. It's good to have options, but sometimes the hardest part of investing is choosing amongst these options. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.